Hello, everyone. I'm Colin Tesla of Wrestling.com, joined, joined by John Clark tonight to talk about WWE Monday Night Raw. John, how you doing? Uh, I'm doing okay. Um, I've been better when it comes to the current product of uh, what we've seen tonight. But hey, just a couple more weeks. Just a couple more weeks for WrestleMania. Lots of new there, but of course, I don't want to bury a very important story here. Uh, right at the start of Raw, WWE themselves confirmed the news that uh, Scott Hall, formerly known as Razor Ramon, a two-time Hall of Famer, tragically passed away. Uh, he suffered three heart attacks over the weekend uh, due to surgical complications um, when he was in the hospital. Uh, Kevin Nash, I believe, announced yesterday that it would be taking off life support. I want the family out to say goodbye. Um, and I know, I know many, many, many people today. Yeah, all yesterday, today, fans, wrestlers, everybody was really just chiming in um, their m- memories of, of Scott Hall, their their uh, just fandom of Scott Hall, support for Scott Hall. Uh, very, very touching to see. And already, several of you are already chiming in here. R.P. Scott Hall, great tribute. And then Brian saying they had, they had a great tribute for him during Raw as well. A very nice video package they uh, put together very quickly here. Um, as always, yeah, WWE, one thing they do very well is video packages. And yes, especially something like this, a very um, a very touching video package. Uh, fairly, fairly late in the show, but obviously the, the, the news that he had passed away came pretty late. So can't really blame them on that one. Gavin saying R.P. Scott Hall, hashtag NWO for life. Uh, bunch of others as well here. So just a very, very sad day here in terms of just the loss of a legend is always just very, very sad. Uh, both Grim fan and DJ are asking us uh, what are some of our favorite moments of him. Unfortunately, I, I myself, uh, Scott was a little before my time. Uh, I, I didn't start watching wrestling until 2008. I've done a lot of, of studying, of, of watching older stuff. I know uh, of him. I, I've watched the. I would say of the stuff I've seen, of course, the ladder match WrestleMania ten. That's that's probably the, uh, most people's go to. But he has so many other matches that many many people uh, look back fondly on. He was a founding member of the, of the NWO. He had a great run with the Outsiders. Uh, great run as Razor Ramon. Like two pretty really great careers uh, across both WWE or WWF and uh, Scott Hall. So you in the comments, feel free to chime in your favorite matches or memories of him. Obviously, a, a definite legend. John and I are talking before we're on there, and John sounds like you're kind of in a, a similar boat where you didn't exactly uh, get to see a lot of him as it was happening, and any, any kind of experience with him kind of came after the fact. Right. Yeah, but uh, so there's, I guess there's one fun fact I can share is that I was actually at the show that he made his last appearance uh, with fans for a WWE event. Uh, that was back in February 2020, right before the pandemic hit. Um, they were in Buffalo, and that was when the NWO was going to get inducted into the Hall of Fame. So they were, they were all there, minus Hogan, for a Moment of Bliss segment up in Buffalo. So I got to see that. And then after that, the only appearances he made were in front of no crowds, like the actual induction and things like that. So a uh, cool, cool little tidbit there is I, I did get to see. Uh, it was interesting, though, that the, the closest thing we had related to an update today was Sean Waltman just saying that uh, what Dave Meltzer said was true, that they had unplugged basically the life support, but he was still alive uh, a couple hours later. And starting the show, I think with a graphic like that is usually the right thing to do. But when when you do so, and that's because you almost every time people already know. And when you do it and people are just finding out that, okay, it's actually happened. 
Uh, I think uh, everyone in the arena kind of uh, had been taken out of the uh, the action. Maybe they were checking their phones to get confirmations themselves. People were speculating that maybe WWE had also jumped the gun like other people, but I don't think they would they would never do something like that. I'm I'm sure they have inside sources where they could get the right information. So, um, yeah, to start the show like that, of course, you have to do that. I mean, you can't just wait to a random point to say it, but I think it did uh, cause a little bit of the, the beginning of the show to kind of start off a little slow on the momentum side. I think so too. And, and of course it's for a good reason. Like I, like I was saying, I mean, I'm sure many, many fans in the arena, uh, were probably big fans of Scott Hall in many ways. So, um, seeing that, that graphic, like you just said, uh, throughout the day, even I'll say throughout the week, uh, I guess yesterday and, and today on Monday, uh, there was a lot of kind of uncertainty about, you know, he was the life support situation. And then like, there wasn't any update before Rob on the air. Um, so that was, interesting at the least that like that's how really we all found out and of course i mean triple h best friends with kevin nash and earliest very very close friends with kevin nash and scott hall and Anshaw waltman i'm sure they still probably keep in touch especially with something like this so um i i would safely assume that they probably had some you know contact of like hey this this happened um just to, and there's no real like ideal way to handle the situation, situation anyway. It's just very very unfortunate. Again, that is hard here tipping and saying RIP to the bad guy. WWE always doing great with a video package tribute. I mean, yeah, very classy tribute here. Um, for me, I was just to kind of put a bow on it here. Don't want to you know spend too too long on it. Derail the whole show unless you you guys want to. Again, I can't really speak much to Scott Hall's legacy myself specifically. Uh, I just think it's un- I think he gets some unfair rub. Uh, my, during my time as a fan, I think he was very much looked back on as a guy that had had a lot of uh, substance abuse issues, and that's kind of like how I came to know of him. And and then I kind of found out about his great ring work, his his character work, uh, kind of retroactively, if that makes sense. You know, I saw him maybe not the best part of his career when he was like with Impact Wrestling. I think that was in like 2010. Um, but yeah, you know, it's. There's no, there's no doubt he's an he's an absolute legend and all time great. He, he, his legacy is absolutely absolutely unmatched. Dude just saying, watch the first ladder match. I think I don't know if I saw the first one. I remember they had I think they had multiple. I did see the one WrestleMania ten, but I gotta go. I should do do some homework and see see some of Scott Hall's great matches. Kind of uh, familiarize myself with an absolute legend here. Steven saying that at one point I think it was I saw it today like 2013 several years ago. Scott Hall got some. Um, Got some help for, for those issues I was mentioning. And he, he got some help from DDP. DDP also helped Jake Roberts kind of sort through some of the stuff he was dealing with. So Scott all really like figured out the things that he was uh, struggling with for, for many, many years there. Um, and it sounds, from what, from what I can tell by the, uh, the last couple of years especially, definitely turned his life around in that sense. So it's just, regardless, no matter what, it's just very, very sad. And I know fans, wrestlers, yeah, definitely left behind a huge mark. Raul Tickazanja saying, great, big, huge loss for the world of wrestling. Rest in peace to the bad guy. Um, yeah, absolutely. Rest in peace. Thoughts with his family and friends and, and his fans. All of it, right? And, and anybody uh, particularly feeling um, affected by this right now, especially. It's it's very sad. Um, not to, like, lump it in, but especially on the back of, like, on SmackDown, Biggie's very scary injury. It's definitely kind of, like, too rough um situations kind of back to back there uh just kind of a rough stretch here in the world of wrestling but um you know WWE especially you know, the, the show does go on but of course Lloyd can wrap, wrap that this part over here with Kevin Taylor saying R.I.P. Scott Hall hey yo of course Scott Hall's iconic line there uh that's how Kevin Owens started his promo here 
uh, during the show, uh, pretty much came out, came right out and said, hey, yo, right after uh, they, they announced the, the uh, Scott Hall had passed away. And I know that uh, many people were touched by that. And then, on, like John, you were saying earlier, seeing that announcement right at the start of the show kind of uh, took people out of it. Of like, wow, it's, it's just so heavy. Uh, and, and for me, again, I we we, are, we we cover this in our line of work. We've been kind of monitoring the situation and kind of had to assume, not assume, but like kind of brace yourself. Like, okay, this could happen. So then it happened. And I was like, okay, but the, show, the show's going on. We got to try and cover it. Uh, so I was trying to kind of absorb uh, Owens' promo as best I could. I enjoyed the, the Hale reference. I thought it was a good promo about, uh, you know, about Steve Austin, Texas. You know, again, I'm not I'm not at all trying to dismiss what happened. I'm saying, like, WWE, the show goes on, so we just, you got to try and, you know, absorb it and then say, okay, we've got to try and do our best just to keep on rolling. So I like the promo. I know, John, you, you had mentioned, I saw this going on Twitter, Twitter so some people really just could not get into it at all. Um, and I, I don't blame anyone who felt that way, but... Um, you know, I, I, I like the promo here. Uh, and Justin Miles saying it's a good touch from KO, almost going to get with the face by doing by doing the Hayo. Uh, that likewise, I mean, Damian Priest did the Razor's Edge during his match. I think that's the first match on the show. So definitely Scott Hall's uh, legacy was present tonight. Uh, very, very touching tributes in both cases. So I like that. Good promo from Kevin Owens there. If I remember correctly, that's all there was to it. He just, he just, he riffed on Steve Austin's bit. And then we found out later in the show, uh, what what Owens is that his night was not over. We can get into that in a bit there. Um, but John, do you have any thoughts on this opening promo just about Kevin Owens kind of uh, riffing on Steve Austin a little bit? He said that's the, the bottom line because KO says so. Uh, he did his best to get a reaction from the crowd. Uh, but yeah, like we already said numerous times, uh, the, the news just took everybody out of the segment. So uh, I think it would be unfair to judge the segment based off of anything because um, – it was really skewed or and I guess you would say an outlier based off of the news that was uh, revealed before that. So uh, nothing really that I would note other than it was just a, a typical promo that you would probably see to start a show. But uh, it might have been better or gone a different direction. Uh, we, we really don't know uh, the the events that happened today could have very, very definitely caused a, a reaction for them to change plans they had on the show. So there might have been some things they wanted to do that they didn't do because of this news. They didn't want to kind of maybe... I don't want to say that they didn't think they were going to get a reaction, but I, I don't think they wanted to overshadow what the night was really about. And I think they there was some things they could have done that might have made you... Uh, I don't want to say forget about what happened, but... Uh, maybe not make it the most relevant thing of the night. And the last thing you want to do is do something big. And then, you know, it's remembered for happening on the night that, you know, Scott Hall passed away. I think there's a lot of fairness in that. Uh, that's what Herman here is saying that probably WWE could probably be saving the Cody's prize maybe next week due to the, the, the Scott Hall passing. Um, my only thing with that is that this has always been a company that you know the show goes on. We we keep on rolling. I know what you're saying, but you don't you don't want to be you don't want the legacy to, to be defined by like that. Oh, that step. So like it was the Scott Hall, you know, the Scott Hall show essentially the night he passed away. Um, I just think that's kind of a slippery slope of like okay, you know, it, it might be grasping at straws. Uh, but uh, Raw has definitely Raw has played me two weeks in a row. That's insane. Yeah, mean, yeah, that, and not to mention that I was there last week, so that made it even worse. 
And then not to mention, I'll be, I'll be there again in two weeks in Pittsburgh. So please, I know Chicago is a great market. I know they're probably, I mean, honestly, if they're going to do anything and it's not in Jacksonville with this, Chicago would be the place to do it because they're going to get a reaction. But just out of my selfishness, I would rather them just either save it for, uh, for Pittsburgh the week before, or even just wait to do it at the show. I mean, uh, I mean, we might as well just um, talk about what happened tonight uh, yeah. to lead up to this. Why we're saying this? So uh, Seth Rollins had an idea, and this idea was that uh, he is going to be the host uh, or the 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 host of a show to star Stone Cold. Uh, whether it was going to be called, we don't know. He threw out some ideas, but nothing was official. Uh, Kevin Owens, you know, in true form, played his role to perfection. Like, are you stupid? Like, why are you doing this? I need this more than you. Uh, you know, questioning why they're doing this clear up until the match actually started. So uh, they had this segment in the ring. He's really good at adding the, uh, the little things like this. Uh, and then, of course, so what happens is Sonya Deville comes out and says, I agree, we're going to have a match. The winner gets to have a show with Stone Cold as the guest, and the loser, nothing. So they have a match. I don't think there was any doubt that Kevin Owens would either somehow win or something would happen. Uh, and, of course, something kind of did happen with the ref getting pushed out of the ring, coming back in, uh, a little bit of a shenanigans, as you would like to say there. So all in all, uh, Owens wins, and then you have Seth Rollins uh, as the show goes off the air. Uh basically crawling around the ring like oh you know it's over and of course there's like this big pot of a burning fire and everybody likes to pour their little gasoline over it <laughs> so uh cory grave says you know his hopes have been dashed this is a nightmare uh um, i think it's the dreams his dreams have been dashed and, and then and the nightmare line as well i think yeah so so look I don't know if they're just playing to this to troll. And I don't think that's the case, but some people might. I think they know what they're doing. I think they know what's happening. And I think they're just waiting. I think they're just going to keep teasing it in and in. Because look, they can't just give nothing to Rollins. Like they clearly have a plan for him. Or, I mean, maybe if they don't, I would be very surprised. But um, wh what do you make out of that? Just, just the whole... The whole thing of like tonight where people was basically tuning in the whole time, literally just for this. And I get people on both sides of the spectrum on, you got one side saying, well, they never teased this. They never said this. And I get that, but let's be honest. They have teased this. Yeah. They have clearly been teasing this. And on the other side of it, you got people saying, you know, just do it already. Just do it already. The people think they're being worked or they're working themselves into a shoot. Like, is he actually coming back? So... Uh, I, I know me and you have opposite opinions on this. As far as what we what we want, you don't want him to come back. I, I very much do want him to come back. But putting that aside, I want you to talk about what you think is going to happen with Rollins here and, and just a little bit about, about what we saw in this match tonight and then the, the anticipation after of, I guess I would say, disappointment from almost everybody. Well, we're getting a bunch of comments about it, so definitely going to dive into those. First off, I am not some big, like, Cody Rhodes hater, okay? I'm not saying, oh, no, don't don't come here, Cody. Like, don't, I don't want to see you. I don't want you to be on WWE TV. Please don't. Stay away, whatever. Like, You're yes, just a dynamite mark. All right, well, uh, maybe you kind of. I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll probably say that, but we're going to talk about Raw, so here we are. Cody Rhodes is free agent. He's got to go somewhere. If he wants to stay in wrestling, and he actually is leaving AEW, We've said before, the only place that really makes sense at this point is WWE for the platform, for, for the networking, 
you know, whatever. If it wants, if it wants to show on USA Network, whatever. Like, what do they want to do? Um, I have said it before. It, it seems weird, uh, just in general, about the, his reasoning supposedly for, for leaving AW in the first place, coming to WWE. Um, it's all just a very weird situation. Uh, Michael's saying Cody coming back is like a girl getting cheated back, get, getting back with her ex who vehemently cheated multiple times and doesn't know her worth, literally swallowing your pride. I've seen that argument. I've seen the argument that Cody coming back kind of flies in the face of everything he's done for the past three years. I know there are other, other mindsets as well about his, he's coming home and, and that's why that's why he made his name and, and the Dusty Rhodes family, like the legacies there, all these things. It's very, very complex. I understand that. All right. Um, it's one of those rare storylines, or not even a storyline, but things where everybody has a pretty strong opinion one way or the other. Yeah. Like, I've seen very few people that have just said, like, well, you know, I don't care. If he comes, he comes. If he doesn't, he doesn't. Like, it's almost assured that he's going to one of these two places. Like, he's not going to show – if he shows up in Impact, then somebody, I hope, bet, like, 100 bucks on that to win, like, a couple million or something. Um. I mean, yeah, if that, that'd be one of the more weird ones. Uh, two, two comments, both Nando and um, Jesse saying, like, New Japan's possible. With Nando saying he could form a group with Girls of Destiny. There's a kicked out of Bullet Club, whereas Jesse's saying, oh, he, he could kind of take back Bullet Club. Obviously, that is a chapter of his career as well. Um, my thing is, like, Cody coming back would be interesting to WWE, I mean. Like, at the very least, be interesting. Like, okay. This, this spices things up. This is somebody new. What are they going to do? And like, at the end of the day, half the time, that's all I want. We're sitting here to, like on an episode of Raw where a solid 30 minutes of the show is just straight video packages, sometimes of, of the same thing. So Cody coming back, I, I actually like, I'm receptive to it because at least it's something a little different. I just struggle to really figure out like exactly how that would work and how, like what would happen, especially if you look at the, the long-term play of like, where would it be six months from now? That's the prevailing uh, criticism of like, okay, yeah, he comes back, maybe faces Seth Rollins Mania, maybe he, maybe the the ceiling is that he faces Roman, I don't know, or or Randy Orton, obviously there's history there. But what about like six months from now? Like I, I struggle to make it like exact, or to, I struggle to really uh, believe that, that they it could really work out long-term. But uh, I do have to think he will come back to WWE. Like, if he doesn't, I don't know what he's going to do. If he wants to stay in wrestling again, he could very easily just say he wants to be a dad. He wants to do focus on the acting stuff now. That's possible. I don't know. Nobody knows. Literally, nobody knows. Uh, but it's also important to note that uh, WWE, as Johnny mentioned earlier, they've never, they didn't actually tease this. They didn't, I mean, they, 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 they've done it in their own way. The, the, their, their, their social accounts. Tonight, they said, like, how will Seth Rollins, like, find a, a road to WrestleMania? And I retweeted, I retweeted, don't you mean a road spelled like his name? And, you know, like, it's fun to just kind of joke around with it. Like, also, the timing is very weird. Like, I said this, like, as soon as the reports came out, there's like, oh, the, the reports that he might be coming back. It's like, that was right around the Elimination Chamber last month. And even then, I was like, that's kind of weird. Um, but at least then you had time. Now, John, we got less than three weeks. And now, like, but tonight, gone. So next week, I think that's what, two weeks? Two weeks. Yeah, Chicago and Pittsburgh is it before Dallas. Yeah. So, you know, and like that's that's okay. You can quick. I mean, you don't need to tell this great big story. I would like it if they did. I would like it if they actually like really dove into it. I was talking about this uh, to Robert on SmackDown show. It's like, I don't know if I trust them to WWE to really tell that story of like, hey, this guy went and did, did a thing and created a company or helped create a company 
that is doing good things and and like i, I don't th i don't seem wanting to acknowledge that as far as the story like i really they've been very like pretty much no no like reference whatsoever there's and probably going to be a discrepancy with um if he does come back if they're going to talk about that or not and how far or how willing cody would be to talk about that because they would probably want him to play that in a negative manner somehow some way and i'm not convinced that he would do that yeah um and that's true i think that it's, it's true on both sides there so uh Raul saying what they could have done they could have had something much better tonight of if cody did come out or let's let's say they do it, they do it next week or, or the chicago show if if they end raw with the challenge that's a fun kind of cliffhanger or you know explosive like oh you got to next time see what's going to happen um and they end that tonight not say they can't still do that um it's again i just i don't know like and and it, other pitches here, Anthony's saying they could wait to WrestleMania, have Rollins go out, and then Cody comes out of WrestleMania. The problem with that, they want to sell tickets. Like, that, yeah, I, do not, so... I do not see them doing that because they want to get people in the building. Basically, after all we've seen tonight, I, I think there's two directions that they could go with this. And this is speculation on if he's actually going to come back. If he's not coming back, then I don't have any idea. I've 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 said before they could work him into the Priest and, and Valor feud like they've been doing at house shows. But you need more than two weeks if you're going to do that in this case. Now, the two things I think can happen. The first is what we saw uh, from that comment is he could literally just come out at WrestleMania and say, like John Cena did, you know, I demand to be on this card. I want an opponent. I don't care who it is. And then he comes out. It would be random and make, uh, kind of make no sense, but whatever. Other thing is uh, this would be basically a repeat of what Edge did where next week in Chicago, he comes out and says, I basically demand a match. Who's going to accept it? And then maybe they tease that for the next Monday and they're in Pittsburgh and Rollins is out there and here comes Cody to accept the challenge. The problem is um, at that point, you're only uh, trying to tailor to the local market. At this point, if you're trying to sell tickets, you're not going to convince somebody from uh, Seattle, Philadelphia, wherever to, to, to buy a flight now and go down to the show. Yeah. We're going to try to convince the people in the Dallas Fort Worth area to buy a ticket and come to the show. So I'm not necessarily convinced their motive is uh, going to be based off of ticket selling more than I don't, I guess them just trolling us at this point. Like I, I strongly think they at least know what they're doing with him. Now, if it's not Rollins, I uh, I, I don't I don't know where to guess. And I, I, everybody keeps saying Veer. It's not Veer. Like, come on. There's been like four different people, Jeff, DJ, and other people, like saying it's going to be Veer. Like, no, it's not going to be Veer. It's just not. It's not going to be. Do you think it's going to be Veer? No, no. Okay. I, I, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a proponent of Veer. I want I want the man to come someday. I, I don't see WrestleMania against Seth Rollins as, as that day. Um, hey, maybe, we, you know. We can agree on one thing, I hope. Um, if if we don't see him come out before the Raw after WrestleMania, he's not He's not coming. He's not, because this is Cody. If he doesn't show up the night after WrestleMania on that Raw, he's not coming. I would say, like, that's the furthest I'll extend it. If it's not the night after Mania, maybe, like... Smackdown like, after Mania. Yeah, okay, we'll extend like, it to that, I guess. That's it. Like, that's it, okay? Like, other, otherwise, I I don't see it. So Herman says he thinks they're saving Cody to off Mania. 
I mean, I mean, that'd be yeah, fine, I guess. Yeah. But why are they working people like this? And they keep referencing every week, Corey Graves, other superstars on Twitter. Like they just keep doing it. Like why do that if you don't have the intentions? And I get, you know, you know, a part of the reason they're doing this is because it is building hype. I mean, people were probably, I expect the ratings to be a little higher tomorrow, especially in the third hour and maybe the first hour too. Uh, but I'm not convinced that this is something that they're going to keep doing if, if they don't actually have a, a, a end result in mind, it also like they wouldn't like, just do this to do it. Yeah. It's also point out as part of the hype tonight was the show was in Jacksonville, AW country kind of AW is kind of like uh base of operations really in, in many ways. Um, and mm -hmm. so that kind of, again, even though WWE didn't come out and say, Hey, this is going to happen overall. Again, some of this like subtle trolling or like, you know, some little nods here and there uh, on top of that, I think that really more than anything. And there, there were, there were reports, you know, take take them as you will. Uh, that 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 W wanted it to be tonight because of Jacksonville. Why that was the case or not, I don't know, but it didn't happen. It didn't happen. Um, regardless, yeah, we're all saying, hey, uh, we can hope that if if well, maybe even outside of Cody Rhodes, if uh, Cody or whatever surprises here, maybe in store for the the, the week after WrestleMania, hopefully it'll be better than last year. It was pretty lackluster last year, so that's a pretty low bar. Um, I have to think, uh, I'll take this kind of as a question. Do you, do you just think it depends what brand they want him on? I have to think it's going to be Raw. Roman is on SmackDown, so Raw need that Raw would benefit from that. Um, not to say that SmackDown couldn't use him, but Raw kind of needs him in a way, right? You so. know, it's, it's interesting that like almost every single wrestler has posted something online as a tribute or a thank you to Scott Hall, but Cody has remained very silent. Now, he hasn't said anything. Uh, no, I'm not saying that's a sign or anything. I'm just saying that, like, it's weird that everybody has posted something. Like, literally, if you, like, you can name a wrestler right now that has a Twitter and look them up, and they've said something today about Scott Hall. Yeah, uh, he hasn't said anything. So, uh, what I'm getting at is, uh, if maybe they did have a plan, maybe it could have been his idea to be like, you know, I think we should wait. Uh, we've spoken about this on numerous occasions where if he's coming back, he's going to have power, like more power than other people might have. He's going to probably have something in his contract where they can't give him stardust to make him the 24-7 champion. They have to keep him relevant on the show, uh, and I think well, I think that would be well-deserved. So, um, Yeah, I mean, I, I, that's the thing, right? That's I've said it before. Like, I have to think if he does come back, he's not going to come back, like, as is. Like, he's going to want some 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 guarantees. Well, I can tell you, I can tell you this. We do know who is returning next week because we found that out tonight. Uh, AJ Styles is coming back next week in Chicago because apparently his neck contusions are better now after what, like two weeks, three weeks. Um, so I see we had a question about how long has Edge had this new theme song. Uh, so la last week it came out with no theme song, and tonight he came out with this new theme song that is by the same band which I think is cool. It's not just a generic yeah. theme song that they've made. Uh, and I, I like I like it. I think it's pretty good. Uh, a lot of people were... I think they still said that you think you know me, but I think it was like a different tone or a different I, voice. Ed said it himself, and he said it in a very weird way, and yeah, it was and all people, my people laugh, all right? It's yeah, just, like, people didn't weird. like that, but I thought it was whatever. I do want to say, though, that Edge is still putting on a very good promo, uh, calling out AJ Styles. This is... They have hyped this into a really good match. Not that they needed it. This was going to be a good match either way. But the fact is that, and have they they've confirmed this for Sunday, right? This is going to be on night two, I believe. 
I think um, so. Yeah, I think it's night two I because know. I was just updating. I, I should know this because I'm the one that typed the updated card yesterday. I can. This is on night two. And I think that, honestly, I could see either one winning here, but I think AJ Styles has to win this because you have to think that Edge is going to do his typical after WrestleMania going away for a couple months or who knows how long. Uh, what did you think of the promo and kind of the continuation of this buildup? All right, I, I'm. I don't want to like pick on the small. It's not a small thing, right? It's a, it's a theme song, and these, these things matter. Edge's theme song was iconic. Okay, like can't like you think you know me, and and the, like that is Edge. Like to it, that is him. Quint, like quintessential Edge. That's been his theme song. It's about like that. That's it. Like, and I I was I was kind of willing like okay, Tommaso Ciampa kind of getting called the main roster, kind of get it, okay. And then he explained why he wanted to change it uh, the next day. Fair enough reasoning, made sense, fine. Edge, iconic theme song. Love that theme song. That is Edge. Granted, and then I guess, all right, ultimately it's mixed, right? Because I kind of appreciate, yes, he is clearly this new, drastically different character. So it wouldn't make sense to come out to the same exact theme song and do the same thing. Um, I do, so, I, I like how it's by the same band. I like that that continuity. I like I like the song itself. Uh, Herman saying he misses the Edge's old theme. Iridian saying the that the theme song needs to be back for WrestleMania. Rashad saying he misses the song. People seem upset. I don't blame you at all. I miss the song as well. Um, I but my problem is especially though, like the theme song, I don't I, I don't like it. I'm not on board with it. But I can also see like like I said, okay, new character makes sense to have a darker song. I can get behind it. This heel turn has been weird, John. Okay, the man comes out and like black light lighting. And like I said, the, 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 not just the song tonight, but the new, you think you know me, well, you don't. Ha, ha, you didn't like <laughs> Roman's theme either when he came with his new theme. Okay, I've, fair, and I've come around, and I've come around. That song slaps, I will not hear otherwise. It is an amazing theme song, and I take, I, I regret saying that because it's a, it's a great theme song. I like this theme song itself. Again, the intro's a little weird. Um, Michael saying, uh, you think you know me, blasting Jim for him. Uh, he gets lost in the words. I love Tomas Champa's old theme. Same thing with me. That song gets me pumping. Love it. Um, but the, 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 but the heel turn itself, right? He's talking about beyond this mountain of, of omnipotence. And he's talking about like how he knows everything now. I think last week's promo was weirder because he really took it to like the God level of like, oh, I know everything. I'm in control of everything. That was really weird. Tonight, we kind of like went one step down or still very, very weird. Um, although I, I really did appreciate absolutely roasting Roman Reigns by calling him the, an Aquaman cosplayer, but that was a great line. He had a line about um, how, he, how he let Seth Rollins come in his house and piss on his territory. Um, so I kind of appreciate that as well as uh, he said that he said he's been soft since he came back. Fair. But again, also, like, here's the guy holding like the steel bar to Jey Uso's mouth and like torturing him like last WrestleMania time. Um, so I don't know. It's, some of it's not adding up a little, not quite adding up. Stephen saying Edge is, was bashing the fans in the promo. Edge is saying he doesn't care about the fans anymore. Um, I mean, not uh, back for the theme song. Nando, it's a fair point. It's been the same theme song for like roughly 19 years. But again, part of me is like, but it was 19 years, and they just like wiped it away. But I digress. Stephen saying Edge is better as a heel. I think he's better as a heel. But my edge was was the like rated our superstar edge or the ultimate opportunist edge. This is uh, someone to, I was like Connor Casey, a comic book. This edge is a hybrid, John, of Malachi Black and Doctor Manhattan, which is a very very weird combination of like this very dark, um, gothic, uh, like metal character and 
Dr. Manhattan, like this om omnipotent God who can do and say everything. Um, I, I saw that on Twitter during the show tonight. I'm like, that, that's it. That, that's, that's, that, that's the new character to a T. Um, so it, it's just weird. And, and there, you said it last week. They're, in doing so, they're, they're building up the story of like, hey, this Edge, this edge is a jerk. He's literally saying he doesn't care about the fans. He's literally saying he's better than everybody. Um, so like, I'm, I'm, I, I'm, I'm getting into what he's saying in a way, but the specific delivery is not quite it for me. Again, the, the purple light is really like kind of throwing me off. And like they had a graphic where like it was like Edge like coming next, and it was like Edge just like shrouded. It was it was like a picture of him in the in like the the blue or black light or the purple light or whatever. Um, I don't know. And in a way, it almost feels disingenuous, I guess, because like it's Edge, you came back, and like you would it. it I know. Okay, I know they're they're performing. Okay, I know it's not actually how they feel, but like usually. You, you can kind of believe it, but like it's Edge. He, he came back. He loves the fans. He wouldn't. They wouldn't do this. And like now, and now his Beth Phoenix's wife's on Twitter saying, "This isn't you." I'm like, no, it's not. It's not Edge. Um, but uh, uh, again, for the theme song, theme song, just saying, it's called "The Other Side" by Alter Bridge. Uh, that I saw that saw that going around. It's a good song. It's a good song in itself. Um, Raul saying he likes the Edge Brood theme better. We had a lot of thoughts on on the. Uh, on theme here, but not another another comic reference here. Nando saying Edge should have done a Lobo gimmick. He imagine calling himself the main man, and that's what he's kind of going for. He's calling himself omnipotent and, and just all powerful. I don't even know. DJ comparing him to the Undertaker from '94 to '96. Lots of comparisons. It's weird, um, but yeah, it's, basically, it's this, it's this hybrid of Malachi Black, Doctor Manhattan, and now DJ. He's like MJF, where he thinks better than everybody. If anything, it's different. I'll give it that again. I think that's kind of all I really want. Um, I don't know, but also it's worth pointing out. I mean, yeah, uh, the the edge we had been seeing, Michael saying he was kind of like a, like a nostalgia act, kind of just exclusively, where it's like he was doing the greatest hits. He was being the edge that like we kind of wanted to see, and now he's doing something else. Where he's like, oh, now he's like, you know, trying something new. And and there's something said for that. I think that's fair. Um, and this thing that is weird. I mean, that's kind of where I'm at, really. It is just kind of weird to me. Um, again, slightly less weird than the last week, so I guess that's kind of progress. Um, but overall, John, what, what do you think? What do you think about the promo here? And, and and then looking forward to AJ coming back next week. I thought it was good. I'm looking forward to next week to see how he responds. I assume it'll be just a typical, you know kind of a grudge match type build up here where they'll just talk trash on each other. Maybe they'll brawl in the ring or something. But uh, like I said earlier, I don't think this needs anything more than that because it's going to be a pretty good match either way. These are both very talented people. Yeah. I mean, end of the day, it's going to be a good match. Um, they're, they're both great. And uh, once, once the bell rings, it's not really about the character or whatever. Like, I'm, I'd be curious kind of how AJ responds I'm not expecting anything like groundbreaking. It's like, oh, you think you're, you're so much better than everybody now, whatever. It's kind of kind of typical in that sense. But um, trying to remember, someone said it earlier. Oh, they're asking uh, if we actually think the WrestleMania card is stupendous, and I, I bring that up because the we had at least one more kind of somewhat addition uh, to the card tonight for the Raw Tag Titles. We know that RK Bro won the titles last week. And uh, it was a three-way match against uh, Alpha Academy and Owens Rollins, and they came out today to celebrate. Randy Orton pointed out this is this will be his 18th WrestleMania, the first time he'll enter the show as a tag team champion. He call again called Riddle a great friend. 
as a sidebar, at this point, I was like, are they still going to split these guys? This felt like too good to be true. He's like, call him a great friend, and he hugged him. And like, almost in a way, I was like, are they kind of like very, very indirectly setting up riddle turning on Orton? Of like, you know, that way you kind of like, you can kind of do the 180 of like, boom, like twist. I, I don't necessarily see that coming, but um, regardless, they had a party. Randy threw him, Randy threw a little party. Randy's coming around, uh, being being a little more a little more jovial these days. Another thing that she loved this party. I mean, it was it was pretty fun. I, I like the message. I like, you know, you, again, you can tell Randy Orton's, Randy Orton's happy. He's having a good time. The street profits came out. They wanted the smoke. They they reminded us that yes, the week before Archibald won the titles, the street profits beat them for reasons <laughs> and then and then they said yeah we beat you guys so we'll, we'll actually do deserve a title match randy says no he was like bro we had to we had to go through the academic challenge we had to do a spelling bee so we're not going to give you a title match fair um and then she said well no we're not just gonna like ask we're telling you it's happening and then they kind of argue a little bit a little 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 attitude from the street profits montez said the party was ass ouch and riddle took some leverage with that after or orton said you know, after Riddle kind of convinced Orton to, to accept the match, um, that led to a singles match between Riddle and Montez Ford. I say it every time he comes up, Montez Ford is a star. He is amazing. He is an absolute uh, breakout star waiting to happen. He amazes me every single time. Alpha Academy crashes the match. So uh, we, are, we already had kind of a, a soft confirmation of Archibald versus Street Profits. Alpha Academy attacks them and kind of poses to the WrestleMania sign, seemingly suggesting... They're going to run back the three-way we saw last week at WrestleMania. Stephen pointed out as well here, and Jesse as well. So this does feel kind of like where they're going. Well, it wouldn't be the same match, though, because the three okay. problems would be All instead right. of Owens and Rollins. Fair. But yeah, Fair. I, I was just going to say, this is likely going to lead to a three-way tag match uh, like the women have right now, which is kind of weird. Although I've heard rumblings that the women's uh, three-way may turn into a four-way tag match. So we'll see if that happens. I assume it probably will to get more women on the card. Who that fourth team will be, it's anybody's guess because they'll probably put everybody's names in a hat and pick out two. <laughs> now, as far as that projected match here, uh, as of now, the way it stands, I agree with what people are saying. I think they are setting us up, and I think they're doing a very good job at it. If you notice, the past two weeks, all of a sudden, this uh, has been eerily similar to Kevin Owens and Chris Jericho from a couple years ago. Now, all of a sudden, Randy Orton is best friends. Now, all of a sudden, Randy Orton is saying that he has uh, a new buddy and a new friend, and he's having the best time he's had in his 18-year career, and that this is his 18th WrestleMania and the first time ever as a tag champion. So, I agree. I think that the Street Profits are probably going to win. I think Riddle's probably going to take the pin, and I think Orton's probably going to snap and attack him after, and that's going to be your summer right there. That's going to be April, May. Well, maybe not all. of That'd be a very long time. Yeah. Uh, maybe at least April and May up to Hell in a Cell in Chicago. Okay. Maybe they yeah. would do that. But if not, uh, I think they would probably want to retain them and keep this going and maybe uh, wait till SummerSlam to do that. And I guess they got money in the bank July 4th weekend if they wanted to do, to do a big match there. So Alpha Academy should be added. I said this uh, last week uh, when I was putting out my uh, rankings. Uh, Gable and Otis had fallen from 10th down to 20th. And I said that it would be a shame if they were kept out of WrestleMania. They've been talking this up like uh, Chad Gable especially was finally going to get that WrestleMania match, finally get a chance to shine. And then he loses the title when he's out of the picture. But tonight, uh, that clearly wasn't the case because they were standing tall at the end of the segment. So 
uh, what, how would you book the finish of this match? And um, basically, do you agree that it would be a, an appropriate time to break the team up? I got to give them credit where it's due. Like, they're actually kind of getting, getting me with this because I said, I think I literally said last week, like, oh, I, I think we're going to kind of, based on what we're kind of seeing here, that they're going to roll with this till. Okay, I think I literally said probably till like July and then do the split because they, they just won the titles and they haven't, I mean, other than tonight's kind of very kind of subtle teasing, they seemingly kind of like dropped any tease of the split there. So I kind of thought they would just roll with it. And tonight it was very overt. Again, not that it was like a real tease more so that it was so kind of, you know, Orton Carmadol's friend and hugging him and very being very happy. And that's then she loves Orton, seeing Orton Carmadol's friend. Um yeah, and then you know the thinking that uh, you know that that could be a possibility moving forward. Uh, we got to saw Brian saying that it's fun; they're so over, people are loving them. So kind of in that way, again, I kind of think it might be good to kind of uh, keep keep it going and, and kind of milk it as long as you can. But again, I, I in some ways I'd rather than split it uh, while it's still hot rather than rather than kind of wait too long. They 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 made that mistake with Bailey and Sasha Banks. I think that was like two years ago now. Um, yeah. so hopefully, hopefully they kind of learn from that. National is saying she doesn't want them to break up in the first place. I mean, hey, the power of friendship, John. Power of friendship. Maybe they don't. No, they all. have to. They have to. <laughs> they have to, man. Because yeah, I'm yeah. telling you, at this point, um, I, I, I think Riddle's going to probably win Money in the Bank if I had to guess. Uh, so you have to. You can't. You have to have that behind you by then. I think you have to have that feud behind you. I mean, Orton has already, but he's 42, right? 42. I think he's 42. And he said that he wanted to go until he was 50. Like basically like on the schedule he's on now, he, I think uh, two or three years ago, signed that like a monster 10 year contract. He's clearly not going anywhere. Did you look up how old he is? Is he 42? He's turning 42. Ironically, the Friday, I think that's the Friday, April 1st. He's turning 42 WrestleMania weekend. There you go. So, yeah, I, I expect him to do things on his own. I think he has a couple world title uh, reigns left in him. And have we really seen him and Roman Reigns have a feud yet? Because I think that would be like, that is like the money right there. Like, that would be really good. Well, no, definitely of course, haven't seen it recently, so it definitely would be new That now. would be something you could do, like, late this year, like Royal Rumble time. I mean, well, I mean... That, I think I just think there's so many things they could each do on their own. Riddle is like their most promising, if you would even still consider him an up-and-comer. He's their most promising like prospect right now where he's going to be a, a, a big deal. I mean, bigger deal than he already is. He's going to be probably a world champion one day on one of the brands. So I think it's important to kind of, to kind of get that going sooner rather than later because for reasons like you said, uh, Sasha and Bailey. They took forever, and people got not interested. So, yeah. you mentioned more than all, one, Stephen. More than one. Yeah, I think right now he's tied for third all time. Thirteen. Um, yeah. Right? So yeah. I, I, that's or maybe even fourteen, really. Uh, but he's definitely. I think it's right up there. I think it's like Rick Flair, John Cena. I think he's tied Triple H. So I imagine yeah, he'll, he he'll at least pass Triple H at some point. Um, not in the not too distant future. Uh, and like like you just said, John, you know, give him Roman. Yeah, that'd, that'd be a pretty fun feud. Uh, but no, I, I think I would agree. It's not the new day. We can we can enjoy more of this friendship for now. But there will come a time when they're going to split. It's going to be a good feud, at least I, I would hope, because uh, that will be a good story. Um, but yeah, I mean, the uh, just saying this 
idea of, of you know Orton versus Roman. You have you have Riddle kind of carrying Randy as a face. I mean, well, okay, I think that's fair. In the past, Randy's kind of been a, a quote unquote boring face. I mean, true, but I, I think maybe maybe it's this is overly optimistic. Maybe he's like enjoyed himself so much with Riddle. Maybe they'll kind of like change how he does things as a face going forward in a way. So, you know, maybe we'll see kind of a different version of solo face Orton. But again, I, I really don't see this ending with Orton emerging as the face. I really have to think he's going to turn on Riddle because I really just don't think um, that Riddle's going to turn on That would not make a lot of sense to me. You just mentioned that he's kind of their hottest prospect right now. And he, he has his fans, he people rallying around him. And if they do that, it would probably mean they're going to kind of roll them as as a face. And again, Orton being a great heel, it just makes sense. So I imagine that'll be where we're going at some point sooner and later. But uh, for now, you, you I never answer your, your specific question. I don't know if I see them splitting at WrestleMania. Usually, at least by and large, WrestleMania is a night of like, you know, feel good moments, happy moments, and then and maybe you get some. Uh, heck, maybe maybe even night after WrestleMania. Maybe even even though let's say the, the the Street Profits win. Maybe the Alpha Academy takes the fall of WrestleMania. Maybe the next night they have a split, so it's not WrestleMania itself. Although, couldn't be a bigger, a bigger platform for than WrestleMania. So, I would, as long as it happens at some point soon, I would probably be okay with it. Because again, I, I wanted to, to draw it out too too much. Uh, we got a couple questions about what we thought about almost versus Commander Aziz. John, we saw almost face Commander, Commander Aziz. Granted, almost suplex Commander Aziz, and that was a cool visual. But I was like, are we really supposed to be impressed to almost beat Commander Aziz? Like, the guy's never on TV. And when he is, he's very, very, very uh, wrestling. And again, I said, I think we talked about it last week. It feels like they don't really know what they want to do with almost beyond a, a, a very likely win in, like, the Andre Battle Royale WrestleMania. Like, that that doesn't seem... Uh, the, these, like, wins over, that you know, I think it was Aziz this week. Maybe like I think it was uh, I think it was Apollo last week. Just like it's very kind of um, in, inconsequential wins. Like there's no real direction other than just like getting some wins and then yeah, he'll, he'll probably win the Battle Royale. But this match, like I don't know, the, the commentary team was freaking out. They were like, "Oh my gosh, you're a suplex!" And I was like, "Again, cool visual, but it's like you know, yeah, we know he's strong. We know he's big. Like okay, like it's you know, that's not like a I don't know that that felt a little flat for me at least." Yeah, I think they. I know it's uh, weird to say. I'm going to contradict myself. Uh, I think they jumped the gun on this matchup because there was like no build up at all. But I'm glad yeah. they did because I did not want this to be a WrestleMania match. And I thought for a minute that it might be a WrestleMania match. Uh, I mean, he got a pop from the crowd when he did the suplex there to him. So I think that counts for something. I still feel like he's going to win the Battle Royal at. WrestleMania. I think that's what he's going to do. After that, I don't know. You might be right where when you say they don't know what they're going to do with him. They'll figure out something. I think they want him to be a big deal, but they kind of want him to still maintain that kind of a powerhouse status where he can't lose. He can't even really get knocked down. So we'll see where they go with that. Yeah. Um, you know, at the very least, winning the, the Battle Royale there are worse things to do at WrestleMania, so that'll be a good moment for him. Maybe optimistically, he'll get, he'll get some momentum and, and do something with it. Again, you just said you can probably safely assume that they want him to be a big deal. They want him to be a big star. He's got his size is very very unique in that way, uh, you know, pretty much unmatched at this point. So, you know, I imagine that that's probably appealing to them. They want to kind of maximize that. I just don't feel like we exactly know how they're going to do that. 
Um, and right now we're seeing him work, we've been seeing him work with Commander, sorry, with Apollo Crews for a while since Apollo was on SmackDown, and that feels like forever ago. So, um, you know, we're talking about almost here, but for Aziz, yeah, the, him being paired with Apollo has been very kind of nothing, right? Like so far, oh, I, I mean, uh, right now, I mean, at first it was kind of cool, a new pairing, and then it's kind of fills it out. They don't want to do anything with it. I thought months and months ago it would be a stable. It wasn't. It's just, again, two two guys together. Um, and it, I don't get the impression they're going to do anything to kind of like spice it up because it feels like the ship has sailed on that one. Um, so, yeah, uh, they could they could split them up and maybe, well, I don't know, then I guess maybe send up, send Aziz over to SmackDown. I don't think they're going to want to keep these guys on the same brand because uh, that kind of minimizes their their appeal when you have two big guys on the same brand but yeah that's that feels like a pretty pretty safe assumption at some point soon uh reminder veer is coming he had a, he had a very brief, a brief in yet tonight so don't don't you worry he may be stuck in ikea but he still is coming so if you if you haven't seen it yet he tweeted out i think it was friday or so that he was he wait that he was at ikea and Adam pierce said you have to leave ikea to get to raw so maybe one of these days veer will finally leave ikea it, it can be a bit of a, a labyrinth Labyrinth there, trying to get out of Ikea there. Uh, but maybe one of, one of these days, he'll find his way. Maybe he'll face uh, or or even work alongside disease. Who even knows? Who even knows? Um, one of these days, he, he will come. Uh, oh, good point here. Maybe he can't afford the gas get all. I mean, it's very expensive these days. Um, but, but hey, they're, they're flying around. They can take a plane. They'll probably be fine. Uh, well, one thing worth mentioning, we talked about the WrestleMania card here. Becky Lynch, back on the show. She missed last week due to a legitimately fractured voice box. Ironically, during a match with uh, that also included Malcolm Boyer, I think it was a tag team match at the house show. I'm not positive on that. That was last Sunday, I believe. She missed the show last week, and I'm, ironically, I kind of thought it was a, it was a work. I was like, oh, are they just kind of like trying to do this as a story? No, it was reportedly legitimate, but thankfully she healed. Uh, ahead, ahead, ahead of schedule, she was uh, in action at, at live events over the weekend. She's back on the show tonight. She attacked Malcolm after her. 100th match with Dewdrop and uh, beat her up and rammed her like uh, throat first into the ring post. I actually like that touch of like, hey, you hurt my throat. I'm going to hurt yours. Makes sense. Uh, and then she said something about like next week, your hair or something. So it's clear that this dude is still about like hair and um, Bianca using that as a weapon. Uh, at the very, very least, the, the, the moral of that story is that Becky Lynch is back. Uh, there was at least some concern that she'd be in jeopardy for WrestleMania, if she didn't recover on time, I think that the initial estimate was like two weeks and this was ahead of time. So I think that's definitely positive. Uh, we talked about it last week, but if the WrestleMania card lost that match, that would definitely be a shame because that's been kind of a, a story that they've been going to for quite a while. Yeah, I agree. But uh, I don't know because like uh, people were saying about this, about uh, Becky and Bianca could be hair versus hair. Like, what do you think about that whole thing? I don't. I don't like that. I don't think that makes any sense. I'm not qualified to speak on it, but <laughs> I think it's safe to say Bianca Belair. Her hair is very important to her as a character, as a person. It's part of her culture. That's kind of the, the sense I get. Again, I am not qualified whatsoever to talk about that. But again, that's I've I've seen people talk about that on Twitter, so I, I'm I'm getting that impression. Um, so that's, that's twofold. One, if you do hair versus hair, I feel like there's no way that you can legitimately sell the possibility that Bianca's going to lose her hair. Cause like 
I'm sorry. I don't, that that's literally her character. And again, I think that that's part. Maybe that's part of the appeal of doing that match in the first place. But me, I, I was talking about it earlier with, with the Edge heel turn. Like, I need some ability to, to suspend my disbelief. If you do that, I'm like, I'm gonna I'm gonna be watching the match the whole time, saying there's no way that Becky's gonna lose. So uh, it makes it a little hard to kind of get into it there. Becky, whatever, man. I'm, I'm maybe she'll she'd shave her head. I don't know. Um, yeah, Jesse's saying maybe maybe Becky will just like t- attack her and, and cut her hair anyway. Maybe, maybe I mean I don't know. That, that would make it more personal. I've seen that idea going around before. I think it's possible. Uh, I, I at the very least we're not going to get like a shaved head situation. Okay, well that's not going to happen. It's not going to be anything like too too crazy. Um, I don't think you don't need to do that. Like we talked about earlier, you got Edge and Styles. They've already overcomplicated that. They've already done it with several other stories here. Got Becky Lynch. You've got Bianca Belair. You've had the story that's been in the works since SummerSlam, and we've had some kind of dips and, and kind of pivots here and there. Just tell the story of Bianca wanting to get revenge of Becky. At one point, she had a good line about how she feels that Bianca like turned people against her. That's your story. That's all you need to do. And it's Becky being a great champion, Bianca being a great challenger. Just let them do that. You don't need to add anything else to it. That's it. Um, don't, I, I hope they don't do that. You know, I would have made the match more personal in a way yes is it and it, it would not be unprecedented dj pointed out they, they did have his hair for molly holly versus victoria WrestleMania 20 way back when i just don't think it's necessary john i i think they can have a great match without it yep i agree uh i think we'll be in agreement on this one as well dj saying that we uh, tonight we had Liv morgan picking up a big win over queen zelina one half of the women's second champions we, re- we referenced the match earlier but this was, I think, at least the second week in a row. Maybe even they lost on SmackDown as well. Uh, but it feels like Vega and Camilla have picked up several losses lately. Feels like a very, very safe bet for losing the titles. And, like, yeah, DJ's asking if, if we believe that. DJ, I feel like that is one of the few locks on the WrestleMania card. Like, they are going to lose the titles. Um, I was, I was, I thought it was fine when they won the titles. Unfortunately, they didn't really do anything to them. Granted, Camilla was hurt for a little bit there, so they never really got the chance to kind of, like, really get going in that sense and now it was WrestleMania time so now they probably want to this is probably going to be one of, one of the title teams on the card um here we have with Morgan winning on Smackdown Sasha Banks and Naomi won I think um I think Rhea beat Kamala last week or something I believe that that's why it's hard to keep track of this yep, point you're correct. Um, so no it, it feels very clear that they're probably setting that up Johnny mentioned earlier about um a fourth team, just point that as well. Maybe it's Bailey and a returning surprise partner. Maybe, but who? No, it's going to be Natalia and somebody. I mean, uh, someone pointed out earlier, I forget exactly who, but it was um, on SmackDown, Natalia and Shayna Baszler faced, I think it was, it was uh, Sasha and Naomi, and they lost. So that kind of like made it seem like that wouldn't be them. It could still be Natalia and someone else. Um I've seen some speculation that it could be the Bella Twins. I don't know if there's any any. Oh, that'd all. be interesting. Yeah, It'd be interesting. Yeah. You know, legends you know, deserve it if they would get a brief title run. Literally, like even just winning them WrestleMania and losing them the next night, even they just deserve that kind of recognition. DJ saying, "Hey, you, they could bring up the um, the, the Dusty Cup winners from NXT. They're not for WrestleMania. They're not gonna. I don't see them doing that. Like it's they've been so like." They'll do. They'll bring. They'll send people to NXT. Oh, sorry, they'll send raw people to NXT. The Miz is going to be on NXT tomorrow. 
Uh, now, now I guess it's tonight for, for now it's Tuesday for John. It's your birthday. Happy birthday, John. I saw that on Twitter. So happy birthday. Hope you have a great day. Here we are in the, in the wee hours of your birthday. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that's so weird. Miss is going to be on NXT. Dolph Ziggler was NXT champion in 2022. It's a weird time, but th they'll send people to Raw as kind of like a consult, like a charity thing, or like not not a charity, but like to get uh, to get NXT some buzz. They're not going to have a debuting team, not as a knock on the uh, NXT women's system, but they're not going to be like, oh, we're going to have Wendy Chu and Dakota Kai debut on WrestleMania in this title yeah, match. Yeah, that's not, not going to happen. But I absolutely agree. It's written in stone. Uh, take it to the bank. There will be new champions. It'll be somebody, but there will be new champions, and these two are probably going to break up and have a, a one or two week feud, and that'll be it. Uh, Camilla and yeah, uh, yeah, okay. yeah. Can see it. You know, Vega could easily be mad because Camilla literally like hopped into Corey Graves' lap tonight, uh, and that was for no of, reason. You know, that was the reason they lost. Yeah, so I could see that. I think that'd be kind of fun. I could see. Um, Vega being a face, that'd be kind of interesting. Although she's the queen, so I don't know about that. John's gonna, John, you're getting a bunch of love. Some nice wishes <laughs> about your birthday here. So there you go. Absolutely. Hope you have a good one there. Sorry you had to spend the the last couple hours of the day before birthday watching a fairly disappointing episode of Raw because we've already talked about the pretty big things. There wasn't a whole whole whole, whole lot to dig into. We had Damian Priest versus uh, Finn, Finn Balor. But the thing is, it didn't lead to anything. Like, why? Like, something big like this, it should lead to something. It led to nothing at all. It led to, it led to Austin Theory beating up Finn Balor for... Which is a completely irrelevant and different feud on a different show. Yeah. Although Austin is on Raw, so I guess. Right. That's the, your um, cross-brain match you're going to get. That's weird. Yeah, that it was, seemed odd to me. And that was, that was the first match on the show. That was after the Kevin Owens promo there. So... Yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like we're still going to get there. Justin's saying, why was Austin even there? I, I don't know. Well, he's on Raw, so that's why yeah. he was at the show. Right, but Stephen saying, I think Jesse also been like, why was he interfering? This is a match. He, well, he's, he's been with... kind of doing some stuff with Balor for a while, right? Yeah, but now he's doing the, the Pat McAfee thing. and like, I, yeah. I don't know. Maybe uh, they want to make Pat McAfee the champion. They're going to make it a fatal four-way. <laughs> who knows, right? Anything can happen these days, but... I don't know. DJ's asking about the, the beer announcement. Yeah, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Tomorrow now, it's on Wednesday, 316. Steve Austin Day. Steve Austin is going to drop some some beer, some some lager. Uh, I am not a beer person, so I do not know much about it. Uh, but if you're into that, check it out. WWE tweet about tonight, I think. I think it was like two different brews or something. I don't I don't know. Um, I mean, Steve Austin beer, it makes sense. Yeah, Steve Austin Day. It's cool. Um I don't know. It's good. I, I still think it's weird that they're doing this whole thing for WrestleMania. John, we had um, they, they recap the show. Sorry, I'll just real quick. The show started with a recap of Kevin Owens' challenge last night. Steve Austin's responding. They played the whole thing. It's like solid like five minutes of that um, of this the whole saga, and then Owens has promo. And again, it's just so weird. We could spend a whole other half hour about it, but it just it's inherently weird that they're setting this up like, oh, Steve Austin, like he's returned for the first time in 19 years. No. <laughs> he's been all he's returned several times, not for an in-ring showdown. Okay, I get that. But they're framing it in such a way that's like, if you've been remotely paying attention, you know that this is not like a, a first time 19 years thing. It's not like a, a not that it's not a big deal, but it's it's definitely not as big a deal as they're trying to make it out to be. And even the way, um, the way they shot the promo of like the, the camera panning up to reveal Austin, like we knew it was him answering the challenge. 
it's just they're, they're trying to make it quote unquote stupendous and i think they're getting in their own way but i i thought that because of the, the beer thing steve Austin being back it's cool but they're doing it in such a way that it's making it hard to really get into it so hopefully we can't we've got next week over two weeks two weeks more to kind of really build this up here and hopefully they do because it could be fun it could be a good time and hopefully i mean who even knows next week maybe we'll be talking about cody Rhodes some more who even knows at this point but Jesse about the biggest thing it's not even the first can to be open in the in the, in the past 19 years yes yeah, steve's done a bunch of steve wisers over the years so yeah. you know a, a lot might change from the next time because i mean after i see you next monday for the the raw post show i i won't be here for two in a row because i'll be at pittsburgh and and dallas both so by the time i come back and then um it, the landscape is probably going to be completely just flipped upside down so uh it'll be interesting to see that for sure so i'm excited to see how it all unfolds absolutely you know hopefully hopefully it's at least interesting that that's really all i want to see at this at this point just yeah i probably i just buy and everything is going to be the exact same nothing's going to change even after the event i'd be very upset if that was the case but <laughs> we'll we'll find out but overall here we had there was some good stuff there's some good stuff to like tonight we got steven chipping in right away with a 6.5 john what do you think about the show overall cody Rhodes and no cody Rhodes. I agree with that at 6.5. Uh, obviously, there's reasons because I think that um, it would have been higher if that would have happened because naturally, of course, the mood comes down a little bit with the news that was revealed about uh, Hall as well. So I'll go with a 6.5. What about you? I'll go for a 6.2. Um and okay, I will. I will with a disclaimer that you mentioned earlier, John. Maybe, maybe some benefit of the doubt if they had to change some plans. Maybe like some kind of like some credit, some some vague credit for that. Not just saying in honor of Pi Day, it's three fourteen. It was yesterday. That was the day the show aired. Now it's already Tuesday morning. Oh boy! Not just saying in honor of Pi Day. Raw gets twenty ducks divided by three point one four. Nando, my friend, I'm a writing major. I suck at math very, very much. I have no idea what that number is. I'm gonna twenty divided by three um it's roughly it's less than seven. <laughs> oh boy I gave it a 6.37 there you go i am oh, comically bad at math there you go 6.3 thank you Nando. i appreciate you uh nando 6.5 cakes for, for john's birthday there happy birthday john natural with a seven or a six naturally <laughs> change your mind on me uh the scale of the five we got just just Mata with a 6.25 Laura Rock 7.7 teardrops for Scott Hall there, presumably. Uh, Brian saying he said over he had a hard time getting into it because of Scott Hall. Absolutely understandable there. Uh, but he enjoyed the tribute, saying he gave the show overall at 6.5. Yes, a very sad day. Once again, rest in peace, Scott Hall. Definitely uh, prayers and condolences with his family, family, fans, friends, everybody. Um, it's a very, very sad day in that sense. 8.6 for Kevin Taylor. As I always say, if I don't love the show, and if you're, if you're like really into it, if you're feeling it, if you're having a good time, you're liking it, more power to you. I respect it. We don't have to agree. We never have to be on anything. That's totally fine. Like we're just here to talk about it. That's that's really the objective of the day. Nashville is seven. Um, so she she seems locked in on that seven now. Uh, felt fairly fairly good again for what felt like a fairly um, uh, maybe a little little lackluster. Do just we're all out of it. I suck at math. We're all out of it. People give him give him multiple numbers. Who even knows? No, uh, we're all saying gives raw a solid six. 
So there you go. Not a bad show, but not exactly a, a, a great one. WrestleMania, right around the corner. They've got to pick it up, John. WrestleMania is right around the corner, and it really just does not really feel like it. we gotta got to get into high gear. Hopefully they yeah, do. I know. We'll be back here next week here uh, to talk about it, regardless, and then you'll be off the next few weeks because you'll be there in person. Hopefully the shows will be good for you in person. Well, oh, I up, hope. You know. But otherwise, there, uh, we're here on Raw talk about uh, – we're here on Mondays to talk about Raw. Uh, you, we're here on Tuesdays to talk about NXT. We got the Miz on NXT tonight, on Tuesday night, which is, again, very weird. Uh, schedule permitting, Robert and I are here on Friday to talk about Friday Night SmackDown. Uh, the two Downey dudes and Rampage Marcus Dominic cover all things AEW. Otherwise, we've got a great stream of interview, interviews. Council's coming out. You've built Perched recently and uh, just did a bunch. He's got ones with uh, Al Stone, Chavo Guerrero. He's got Dutch Mantel. He's got... Um, more than I can even more than I can even name. I recently interviewed the NWA champion Matt Cardona. All these and more. I'm not, I could go on and on. All, all these and more are on the archives on SoundCloud, Spotify, YouTube, all that good stuff. You know where to find us. Leave a like and subscribe. We appreciate you so much. Thank you all for your support. Thank you for talking about this wild wild world of wrestling. This even on a night when well may be a little down, a little disappointed, uh, or anywhere in between. Uh, we we do we come together to to do one thing above above all others. And John, can you tell me what that is? Enjoy wrestling. Indeed. Thanks for listening, everybody.